Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics DFS Rundown. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I am your host, John June. Welcome into the Week 8 DFS Rundown. Uh, Just a quick announcement before we get started here. I will not be... Uh, here next week uh, to do the DFS rundown. Uh, unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately, it is my wife's 30th birthday, so we'll be uh, celebrating that, and so won't get an episode from me for the DFS rundown, so going to miss the first one of the year, but uh, be back the week after, uh, so you're going to hear from hear from me, but in terms of the, the regular, uh, you know, schedule of shows you'll get all those episodes as well so no worries there but um yeah last week like i said was a weird week uh wasn't really uh into playing any of these cash games it was really more of a gpp week um but this week back to a normal week uh relatively speaking so we will um you know just get get going as we usually do gonna run through some uh, some of my favorite plays on both sites, uh, cash games, GPP picks, um, you know, value picks, and then going to go through some of the, just the games that I'm looking at and, and what I'm thinking in each one of those games. Um, and yeah, so let's, let's just jump right into it. So first up cash game quarterback, that is going to be Ryan Tannehill, 7,500 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DK going up against Cincinnati. Uh, the Titans are second in neutral game script pace of play. Uh, this is giving them an extra 11 plays per game, which is giving Ryan Tannehill an extra six pass attempts. And, and this may not sound like a lot, but for Tannehill, who is actually one of the most efficient quarterbacks in football in terms of uh, fantasy points, uh, the way we track that efficiency, he's third in the NFL in p- passing fantasy points per drop back. Um, so those extra six pass attempts, that's like an extra passing touchdown a game for Tannehill, essentially, um, or almost. But um, Cincinnati, they allow the fifth most fantasy points per dropback this year. He also provides a boost with his rushing, which we know that, uh, you know, he's run for at least four. He's run at least four times in 50 percent of his games this year. Uh, there's expected to be some wind. Uh, so be mindful of that in this game. But Tannehill has the second lowest deep ball rate of all starting quarterbacks on the main slate. So uh, he hasn't been living off of his deep ball to begin with. Uh, but I really like Tannehill this week. Another guy I really like uh, is my GPP quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, paying up this week. 8400 on FanDuel, 7600 on DK. Going up against Minnesota, he's second in uh, passing fantasy points per drop back. And Minnesota has allowed the third most 
fantasy points per drop back. Uh, Minnesota pass defense has been absolutely terrible. They've uh, traded away players, uh, don't have a pass rush. Aaron Rodgers should dominate these guys. Weather is something to watch here again, but uh, Rodgers is, you know, the third the third highest rate of his uh, pass attempts coming from the red zone on the main slate. So, um, you know, with Aaron Jones being out, uh, expect Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers to, uh, you know, throw the ball some more around the around the red zone. Um, my value play at the quarterback position, that is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo going up against Seattle, 6,600 on FanDuel, 5,400 on DK, going up against Seattle, uh, who have allowed the, the most fancy points to the quarterback position on the main slate. This game has a third highest total. Uh, Russell Wilson and, and this potent pass offense on the uh on the on the other side so this is a spot where if you want to get a cheap quarterback and cheap exposure uh to the to this game uh jimmy g can provide that killing two birds with one stone there's a lot to like at running back this week uh but my cash game running back that is kareem hunt 8200 on fanduel 6900 on dk going up against las vegas uh, who have been absolute sieve for the running back position? Second best running back for the for the uh, be- second best matchup for the running back position on both sides. They've allowed the most targets to the running back position on the main slate. We got to basically see uh, how this Cleveland offense operated uh, without Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and and that offense had Hunt seeing a 14.3% target share, which was fourth on this team. So with the weather being an issue, potentially Hunt could see increased work in the short pass game and. Hunt has a uh, running back high four touchdown receptions this year, which was tied for the team lead with, uh, and he was tied for the team lead with red zone targets at six with OBJ. So if he can get one of those, that would be, that would be great because obviously a touchdown reception is more than, is worth more than a rushing touchdown. But then um, also I think Kareem Hunt, he's, he's been dealing with some injuries, uh, rib, uh, rib injury and at a, I believe the other one was a don't I want to say hip but that was that was that was Jarvis Landry but he I know he'd been dealing with some injuries over the last the last couple weeks um and last week in week 6 we saw him see his uh season high not season high but the his highest running back rush share over the last 3 weeks seeing a 94% running back rush share so um you know seems to be healthier so this running back uh, or this backfield is trending uh, more in his in his favor in terms of the amount of touches that he's going to see. And again, uh, I mean, I picked Cleveland to win this game. Uh, they should um, be in favorable game script. Uh, but even if they're not, Hunt has already shown us, you know, he's already shown us that he can be used as a receiver out of the backfield as well. So um, definitely want to put Kareem Hunt in my lineups. Uh, and then just there's so many running backs to like on this slate, man. And, um, you know, Derrick Henry, uh, I had him as a cash game running back. But he's somebody that uh, 9,500 on FanDuel, uh, 8,000 on DK. He's somebody that I always tend to want to play on FanDuel over over DK. Uh, I mean, you know he's going to get volume. So he's, he's, he's a good play in DK, but... Uh, it's, I mean, it's not a threat this week. It's just the, the reception floor is is not there for him. But the Titans are a good team. Uh, they they tend to keep him involved anyway. 
I mean, they were down 14 nothing, and they were still running the ball with Derrick Henry. So, you know, he's a viable play. Uh, heck, is always viable to just uh, to just go off and have a monster day. So, um, if you want to talk about another GPP pick, it's got to be Dalvin Cook. I mean, I know um, he's starting to get you know more buzz, but I don't know if I've heard much about him. I mean, he's got the best matchup on the slate. Uh, you know, Green Bay, they give up the most fantasy points, the most uh, points to the running back position on both sites. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 9,200 on FanDuel, 7,500 on DK. Uh, coming back uh, from the the groin injury, uh, and again, in a great matchup, only 7.5 point underdogs. Um, you know, TJ Hernandez, he, he was saying on his podcast that um, you know that running backs uh, that are you know with underdogs, you know two and a half points, sometimes even six, you know seven and a half points, um, provide good value, good leverage plays in GPPs uh, because obviously people are more likely to play running back on the winning teams because that's what you, you you know that's what we're trained to do, but um, you know. That Dalvin Cook provides a good blind spot, and it reminded me of you know Josh Jacobs a few weeks ago uh, with Kansas City. Um, you know I think they were they were six or seven point underdogs, and um, if you played Josh Jacobs and he, you know he went off that day, and it's because they were able to win that game. So Dalvin Cook is essentially you know a similar a similar play here, but he also provides a boost that Josh Jacobs didn't provide that week which is that pass catching upside. And that's why I think a guy like Dalvin Cook will never be um, completely left out of, of tournaments uh, and, or completely, um, you know, his, you know, have, have really, really, really low ownership. But um, another, but in terms of value plays on the main slate this week, Jonathan Taylor, 7,300 on FanDuel, 6,600 on DK going up against Detroit. Uh, this is just a great matchup for JT here. Greg started the week. Uh, would have picked him myself, actually. But uh, Greg beat me to it. Actually, I think I beat myself to it, picking Le'Veon. But either way, neither here nor there. JT, got to love this matchup this week, man. I uh, had a career high, 92.3% running back rush share last week. Uh, so this backfield seems to be trending uh, more to him. Uh, he had... Uh, obviously, they're coming out of the bye, so you, let's see if they get him more involved as a receiver as they were using him uh, as as such to start the year. So uh, this should be a good spot for JT here, man, against against Detroit. Uh, and then, you know, a guy who's quickly becoming one of my favorite players, uh, so he's going to be a, a value play here, but uh, is quickly becoming one of my favorite players, man. That's Jamal Williams, uh, 7,000 on FanDuel, 6,100 6, on DK. Um, you know, it, Aaron Jones is out, so they treated Jamal Williams as the workhorse, uh, saw 23, 23 touches, um, barely, we barely saw the second round, the second round rookie AJ, uh, AJ Dillon. So I would expect, um, I would expect Jamal Williams to continue to, to dominate the touches in this one. Um, yeah, had, in week seven, he was uh, in week seven. He was ninth in running back rush share at 70, 79.2%. So um, 
Gotta love Jamal Williams this week in this matchup. Obviously, could see targets from from um, from Aaron Rodgers, and with the weather potentially being a thing again, emphasizing the short passing game, the screen game, um, the run game. So Jamal Williams, he makes a ton of sense. He's a great play, and he's just a great player, man. I I really believe that. So uh, Jamal Williams, put him in put him in your lineups this week. Um, Miles Gaskin, he's a he's a guy that obviously uh, gets a, lo- a lot of love on this podcast. Uh, but fifty seven hundred on Fanduel, fifty two hundred on DK. They're not they're still not respecting the price here. Um, you know, this is a guy that's dominated his the Miami the Miami touches in this backfield um, in terms of over in terms of from weeks five to week seven. He is. Yeah, 15th in running back rush share, uh, 69.5%. So, uh, you know, Miles Gaskin, he, he's somebody that's seeing a ton of work. But uh, if we're not even talking about, uh, if if we're not even, um, we're not even considering what he does as a receiver as well, you know, has a 17% target share on this team, averages four and a half targets over the last three weeks. Uh, so this is a guy that, provides that floor especially on DK I think he makes he makes great sense and you know uh this isn't a guy that's getting dump offs or getting you know little cheap you know cheap plays um you know cheap plays in the passing game this is a guy that's getting legitimate screens like he's a he's a part of this pass offense um you know so uh he's a guy that again I don't know why they won't price him up Maybe because he's Miles Gaskin and he plays for the Miami Dolphins, like, but he's a guy that is a he's a value play and is again getting that goal line work now. Jordan Howard being inactive several weeks in a row now, so a um, lot of a lot of guys to want to play at the running back position this week. But just remember volume, uh, you know matchups, um, and who's you know who's got the opportunities to score touchdowns. Um, Moving on to the wide receiver position, uh, Devontae Adams, man, he's got to be the cash game wide receiver. Uh, gets to go up against uh, Cam Cam Dantzler, uh, the rookie who you know got some love coming out of uh, training camp. Adam Thielen said he was going to be a good player, and I I'm sure he will be a good player. But Cam Dantzler is currently giving up uh, the most half point PPR points per game in the in, in the NFL of. Uh, of players that have played at least a hundred coverage snaps, seventeen point three half PPR points per game and twenty point six five PPR points per game. So that's the guy that's going to be uh, trying to match up with Devonte Adams all day. Uh, and we obviously saw what Devonte Adams did on Sunday uh, last week, and you know, sixteen targets in that game. Uh, yeah, Devontae is a dog. He's gonna can just continue to dog. So, uh, he's my he's my cash game play. Did I drop Did I drop the price on Devontae? I don't I don't think I did. Sorry. Um, he's ninety one hundred on ninety one hundred on Fanduel, eighty eight hundred on DK. So, um, you know, gonna have to pay up to get there. Uh, but there's ways to get there as well, right? Some of the value plays at at running back. Uh, you know, the value play at quarterback. Uh, there, there are ways to get there. So, um, 
definitely in play for me. GPP wide receiver for me this week has got to be Keenan Allen. He is uh, 7,400 on FanDuel, 6,200 on DK. Uh, he's seen 10 targets in every game uh, since uh, every game with Justin Herbert, except for uh, Monday Night Football Week 5, I believe it was. He, he left that game with a back injury, back spasms. But he's seen 10 targets with every, in every game with Justin Herbert. Uh, we obviously know the upside that's there. I'd I'd argue that he's underperformed in the touchdown department, so he can bounce back this week. Um, he's had big games against Denver in the past. Obviously, that doesn't always necessarily matter. You've got different personnel, different people. I mean, Chris Harris isn't even on that team anymore, but whatever. But either way, uh, the matchup the matchup is is good either way. Um, you know, and plus it's it's about the targets here for me. I mean, uh, he's somebody I've, I've been saying I'm actively trying to buy in in my redraft leagues, but um, Keenan Allen, yeah, he's my he's my GPP wide receiver this week. Um, my value play wide receiver, um, Brandon Ayuk, man, 5,900 on FanDuel, uh, 5,800 on DK, gets to go up against Seattle. It's the best matchup um, on the slate uh, for the wide receiver position. Uh, so, um, you Obviously, we've got a high total here, third highest total on, uh, you know, third highest total of on the slate. So, uh, Ayuk, no, no, Debo Samuel should also see that rushing floor added to his, uh, to his upside, uh, or that rushing floor potentially expanded with Debo Samuel out, obviously. But the receiving work, uh, he is actually a, a true receiver, a, a good receiver, uh, less gimmicky than. Than a Debo Samuel, so I like his upside here in in this game with the matchup, um, and then a value play that I'm gonna throw out only for uh, DK because of the price is Denzel Mims, 3200 on Fanduel, or on on uh, DK rather. Um, had a 31% target share in his first game back. I know Kansas City is is good against the wide receiver, um, but that price is just screaming at me. 3,200, 32% target share. Um, no Jamison Crowder. No uh, Brashad Perriman. I would expect Denzel Mims to be peppered with targets in this in this game. Um, but that's literally just the one I'm going to throw out there. Um, moving on to the tight end position. Cash game tight end is going to be Darren Waller. 6,800 on FanDuel. 5600 on DK. I really do not get that price. Uh, does not make any sense to me. Uh, might as well throw him in as the value play as well. I mean, this is a guy that's second in in the NFL in, in tight end target share. Um, so I I just this one just doesn't it just really doesn't make sense. I mean, you've got uh, George Kittle for example priced up at 7700 on FanDuel, 7000 on DK. Travis Kelsey, 7,900 on FanDuel, uh, 6,600 on DK. And this guy's sandwiched between them with a 26% target share on the year, 8.7 targets per game. Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't get it. I mean, he's had seven, at least six targets in every game uh, but one this year. Uh this one just doesn't make sense to me. So, Darren Waller, he's the cash game pick at the wide receiver position this week. 
the GPP pick at the wide receiver position this week. Uh, it's going to be Travis Kelsey, 7,900 on FanDuel, uh, 6,600 on DK. Uh, gets to go up against the New York Jets, who have not been great against the tight end. Um, actually, just haven't been great against anything, really, for that matter. So, um, you know, obviously going to pay up for the tight end. That's my that's usually my way of trying to be different at the tight end position. Um, but uh, Travis Kelsey is always in play for, for one of those huge games. So uh, definitely a guy that I'm looking to get into lineups. And then my value pick at the tight end position, it's my guy, man, Harrison Bryant, man, 5,000 on FanDuel, 3,200 on DK. Uh, I mean, he's going to be so highly rostered in, in DK. It's going to be ridiculous. But, um, yes, we had uh, second on the team, uh, third on the team in target share, uh, with the after the Odell injury, um, is third on this team in red zone targets. Uh, so, you know, I, I really like Harrison Bryant, the prospect. I liked him coming out of Florida Atlantic. Uh, and, you know, everything he's shown, he, he was showing back then as a prospect. He's shown now in the NFL being a smooth route runner. Uh, Baker clearly trusts him. So uh, Harrison Bryant, uh, he's cheap exposure uh, to this game that a lot of people are expecting a lot of points to be scored in. Cash game defense has got to be the Kansas City Chiefs. We're paying up this week. 5000 on FanDuel, 4500 on DK, 19.5-point favorites against the New York Jets. It is that simple. Uh, don't have to make it any more difficult than that. 19.5-point favorites. Uh, moving on to um, my GPP play at the defensive position. I, I mean... It, I don't know how hard it is to get different. Obviously, I always say, you know, pay up, but we already paid up. So how much more different could we get? Um, but Green Bay, uh, 4000 on FanDuel, uh, 2900 on DK. Uh, so provide you some savings over there on DK as well. But uh, they are, um, you know, six and a half point favorites at home. Uh, have been getting more pressure on the quarterback lately. Minnesota has been allowing pressure to the quarterback, so this is a match made in heaven. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and this Green Bay offense, hopefully they can get out to a, a strong lead, which can cause uh, you know some negative game script for Minnesota, some positive game script for this defense. Uh, and then you get some sack fumbles, some turnovers, things of that nature. Uh, my value play at the defensive position is going to be the Detroit Lions, man. 3400 on FanDuel, 2500 on DK. Again, provide some some significant savings here, um, and allow you to be able to to uh, to do some some uh, you know get some some high priced guys into your lineup. Now, moving on to some of my favorite games that I want to target this week. Um, yeah, I mean, let's stay on that Green Bay uh, that Green Bay Minnesota game um, again. Aaron Rodgers, Jamal Williams. Uh, Devontae Adams, uh, that I think right there makes a pretty good trio. Uh, I think you could actually go with a you know the three the three man stack there. Uh, kind of reminds me of the, back in the day used to do the Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown stack that used to go very well for me. But uh, I think we could take advantage of that there this week. Uh, even potentially bring it back with Dalvin Cook. You don't even have to go through uh, these receivers, uh, Adam Thielen. 
and Justin Jefferson, especially with the potential weather concerns on that side. Um, you know, I, yeah, maybe you just bring it back with the Dalvin Cook, who you know is going to see an 18, you know, 15 to 18% target share, uh, you know, potentially in this game. So, um, and then obviously the Seattle San Fran game, that's a game that a, a lot of people are going to be on. Uh, how do we differentiate ourselves? Um, you know, I, I think we play Russell Wilson. I, I, I haven't seen his name talked about a lot. Um, he has obviously is doesn't have as good of a matchup here as Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo does. Uh, San Francisco has actually been you know pretty good against the quarterback position, uh, but Russell Wilson he's the most efficient quarterback in the NFL in terms of fantasy points per dropback from a passing perspective, um, averaging almost 0.7 fantasy points per dropback. Um, you know, and so you you come to a game here with no Chris Carson, potentially no Chris Carson. I don't know that for a fact, um, but a limited Chris Carson. Let's put it that way. Um, and so you know he might not have his run game to lean on here, and so he might be having to throw it more than we've even seen him throw it this year. Um, so uh, you know Russell Wilson, I think makes a ton of sense, uh, and then you obviously can attack the Niners backfield if you if you if you so please I mean me personally um I I would have liked to be able to play hasty uh but obviously Tevin Coleman being active makes the situation a little a little messy um but Coleman we saw Jeff Wilson be active last week and and Coleman then um or Wilson was the lead back and so maybe Coleman can do or maybe Coleman fills that role but um, hasty is a potential dart throw, um, you know, makes a ton of sense as well too. Uh, and then Kendrick Bourne, I know a lot of, I know I talked about Ayuk and a lot of people are talking about Ayuk this week, uh, as a value play, but Ken, Kendrick Bourne, uh, provides a, a potential, uh, could fill a potential blind spot there. Um, and then going to that Indianapolis and that Colts game, obviously, uh, I talked about Jonathan Taylor, but on the other side, we've got DeAndre Swift, um, and DeAndre Swift has been trending more and more in this backfield for Detroit. That running back rush share um, with Adrian Peterson becoming a little bit more even. Obviously, he does lead these running backs in targets, has a 14% target share on the year, uh, and so in a matchup where Detroit is going to be down, they're two and a half point underdogs, though, so even not by much. Um, and you know, we, he, he, uh, is getting the goal line carries as well. So if he can, if this game cause can have a little, um, you know, back and forth, maybe a little bit closer, um, or maybe we see Deandre Swift involved as a pass catcher, um, Bobby Okariki, a linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts. He's actually as a linebacker giving up, um, almost eight fantasy points per game and again uh this is at this is from pff uh this is as per pff data uh coverage data um you know and, and that falls on the, probably the person who's assigning the responsibility of the coverage here to bobby okariki so it's not a perfect science but um you have to imagine that it's all relative right so um 
Fabio Garigi, uh actually not doesn't give up the most, gives up the fourth most fantasy points uh, per per game, uh, half half PPR points per game, and then uh, PPR points per game. He's still uh, he's still no, he's actually third in terms of PPR points per game. Uh, but he actually the thing I liked about looking at him versus all the other linebackers. Some of these guys are on here because they've given up so many touchdowns. He's given up 30 receptions uh, on 34 targets, or at least PFF has him responsible as allowing 30 receptions on 34 targets, almost 10 yards or reception here, um, or over 10 yards or reception here. So um, Bobby Okariki, if he's potentially in coverage with DeAndre Swift as a linebacker underneath coverage, um, and we obviously know DeAndre Swift has that ability as a pass catcher uh, in a game where they could potentially be down. Uh, then he, he again, he, he makes sense here to as a way to attack this uh, Indianapolis-Detroit game. And maybe, obviously, we know the field will be on Jonathan Taylor. Uh, but maybe you can leverage that and get on DeAndre Swift. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, I mean, the weather is is making it hard to want to get in on a lot of these games. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs game, you've obviously got some weather there, but uh, I'm really looking at Le'Veon Bell, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, this running game, this Chiefs running game. Obviously, I talked about Travis Kelsey, um, you know, Tyreek Hill obviously in play, um, but, you know, with potential weather issues there, that could disrupt the deep passing game. Um Actually, I take that back. There are no weather issues in this game. Uh, this game is actually one of the better ones. So, uh, yeah, um, Patrick Mahomes is in play. Travis Kelsey in play. Uh, honestly, anyone is in play in this game, to be honest. I mean, this Jets defense has been has been bad. Uh, their secondary uh, is one of the tops. Uh, their linebacker and coverage unit is one of the tops in, in the league in terms of missed tackles. So uh, Tyreek Hill in the open field, yeah, see ya. Um, so Le'Veon Bell, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, all these guys are in play for me on the on the Kansas City Chiefs side. Um, and then for the Saints and the Bears game, uh, Alvin Kamara, obviously, every week he, he's somebody that I'm interested in. But I'm, I'm less interested in him this week. Uh, and, and you know what? I could be wrong. Um, I'm willing to be wrong about it. Um, but against this Bears defense, uh, actually, I think the Bears... Uh, the Bears potentially win this game, and a part of that would have to do with with shutting down Alvin Kamara. But again, that's just uh, just my read on it. And I, again, I I could be wrong; have been wrong in the past. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a, it's an interesting week. Um, and then you're probably wondering after last week, John, are you going to play Cam Newton? Um, I'm just going to let you you all know I I will have a lineup or two out there with Cam Newton. I do think that this matchup is really good. Um, it's just really hard to plant a flag there, and I'm not going to uh, recommend him as a play. I didn't even want to bring him up today, but I, I had to bring him up uh, because I do think that the matchup is really good here for uh, Sir Cam Newton. Um, but uh, outside of that, y'all, uh, I think that's really it. I think that's really all I got. Uh, you know, how, how maybe I'm stacking things up this week. You know, Russell Wilson... Uh, DK Metcalf stack bringing it back with Ayuk, um, or you know you could go Jimmy G with with Ayuk and bring it back with with uh, DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, this Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf thing, it's going to flip-flop and, you know, might have to plant a flag one, uh, might have to plant a flag or, um, you know, sometimes it's profitable to play them both, but I haven't seen that really come to fruition. Maybe with the with the lack of, uh, you know, or maybe with them leaning on the pass game a little bit more, maybe this is the time to play the play the both of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, we've got some of the best, some of the better teams on by. Kyler Murray would love to play him. He's on by uh, that Dallas. Uh, Philly game that's not on the main slate this week. Would love love to attack that game. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, they're not on the main slate. So um, and then the weather makes it really hard to want to be. I mean, I really like the Cleveland. Um, I really like the Cleveland and the Raiders game, but it's really hard to be in on that game with the weather, with the potential weather concerns, as well as the same thing with Cincinnati, Tennessee coming into this week. I love this game. I would have loved to attack it from all angles. I mean, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, I think that the stack of those two uh, can always go a long way just in terms of, um, you know, that offense runs more runs through those two guys, obviously. Um, but AJ Brown, he's been money, uh, three weeks in a row now. Um, and you know, John Smith, I think he's in a great spot as well. So, uh, all these guys are great plays. Uh, but Corey Davis, he's a great value play in my opinion this week. He actually leads the team, uh, when him and AJ Brown play together, he has led the team in targets. Um, so that's something to note there with with the Corey Davis and then on the other side Tyler Boyd uh Greg start of the week I think he he's in a great spot but then T Higgins and AJ Green are also in great spots uh but maybe with the weather potentially being an issue here maybe it's more of an AJ Green day and less of a T Higgins day um you know with the weather potentially uh being an issue affecting the the downfield passing game so um yeah, I mean that's all. That's all I got this week, y'all. Um, again, I will not be here next week for the DFS rundown, so you will not get an episode from me. Um, but everything else will be normal, uh, operating under normal, uh, normal circumstances. And I almost forgot one play. I literally just looked down at uh, one of my notepads. Um, Daryl Henderson. Uh, he's tough. Because you don't, the volume is uh, is you you know you don't know if it's going to disappear from you, but he's seen a sixty percent runner. He saw a sixty percent running back rusher last week. He's looked like the best back in this backfield. Every time I've watched him, all I can think about, damn, Daryl Henderson looks really good. So, so yeah, I'm I'm into Daryl Henderson this week. Um, but yeah, y'all have a good one, everybody. Uh, enjoy this week's slated games. Enjoy. Monday Night Football, and we will obviously talk to you tomorrow for the Week 8 Recap, Studs and Jags, and uh, we are out.